It's another edition of the podcast that is essentially karate in the garage. What's good with it, everybody? It is your people, Bells, on the MIC. I am unperson, JoJo Paul. I'm saying that, dude. You are a person. And this is the Untitled Sports Show, where we are the 20 fastest minutes of sports talk here on these year internets. Right. As we get caught up on the headlines in the world of sports uh, this week. But first off, let's check in with my brother, JoJo Paul. You good, my brother? Absolutely. Sure. Right. All right. You should be excited because the schedule is out right now for the NFL. If, right. If we get to a season, if... We have a season. The schedule was released this week. A lot of hoopla, a lot of fanfare. They had a whole little four-hour show on it. Everybody's happy and excited. <laughs> and everybody's excited about the big matchup that, uh, you know, we're all looking forward to on week one. Uh, of course, it's going to be the Saints versus the Buccaneers. As you know, if you listen, if you know, if you listen to this podcast, I am a Saints fan. Georgia Paul is a Bucks fan. Yeah, I'm in the fence right now with that one. Well, he still <laughs> he doesn't like the Tom Brady signing for some reason, I, and he's explained that before. Uh, but that's going to be a big matchup, my brother. What do you think? about it so far well we know the saints and the bucks like to split their season so uh-huh. if one wins early the other one wins late that's so. what that's what i'm predicting is going to happen again this yeah. year i don't i don't i, I don't honestly see, see the saints want to be a motivating factor to want to really beat tom brady on his first game of course of course i mean and it's and i think it's in new orleans to boot so yeah, no doubt, uh, no doubt, and uh, of course uh, the uh, schedule is out right now. You got uh, uh, a lot of teams being predicted in their records, so we gonna go through a few of these teams. And right. according to ESPN and their record, of course, the regular season kicks off with the Texans versus the Kansas City Chiefs, which was a classic game last year. What what they scored like uh, eight million points in that game last year? For some reason, the Texans can beat the Chiefs in the regular season, but come <laughs> postseason, yeah, Bill O'Brien appears. Also, uh, if you didn't know, the Patriots minus Tom Brady have the hardest schedule this year wow that's a first that's a first also the ball usually it's the buccaneers <laughs> <laughs> also the baltimore ravens have the right. easiest schedule so you might if well we- is it so much easier or is just that their skill level is at a point now where you can say they're probably one of the best teams i mean baltimore is one of the best teams oh, yeah. i mean you know they are you know was right there in the afc championship right. game uh so if depending on what Kansas, because it's hard to repeat so i see baltimore coming out of the afc mm-hmm. early to win so uh when if they got that uh, such an easy schedule according to this uh you know these these schedule makers right uh, but i mean did you go through their predicted standings everything everything is so compartmentalized i can't really buy a lot of that well it, well here's what they got for as far as Baltimore goes. Baltimore is predicted to go twelve and four, which is probably realistically. Which close. is really because you look at the rest of that division: Cincinnati, Cleveland, and Pittsburgh. We still don't know who the quarterback is, besides Ben Roethlisberger, just in case. Uh, <laughs> and a guy uh, got his skull caved in, <laughs> right? And the other kid who you know got his head the beat racist. In. Uh, I, I ain't gonna call allegedly, that man. allegedly, allegedly, <laughs> ain't gonna call that man that. Uh, but also, let's go do some of the teams. Uh, of course, okay. uh, the world famous Dallas Cowboys. T- eight and eight. Uh, they're predicted to go ten and six, actually. They actually predicted the very possible, but I, I could see that because they were like, predicted to do that last year as well. Yes, and they melted down due to you know the clapper. But the you clapper. got Mike McCarthy in there now, so once again, this is the division for the Cowboys to take. I agree wholeheartedly. Uh, it's theirs to lose, right? Exactly, and uh, also you got Philadelphia. They're predicted to go ten and six as well. Now uh, that I'm not quite so. I'm on. not so sold on on that. But one an interesting either. thing, Dalton signed as a backup to Dak Prescott. Mm. Interesting signing. Yes, that was an interesting signing. Do you think it was more of a Contract strategy played by Jerry Jones. I believe so. Okay. Jerry at the heart of the day is a penny pincher. He will pay <laughs> if he has to, but now he has an insurance policy if Dak wants to play hardball. And Dak is playing hardball, but Dak, you know, is making thirty he's million the, dollars he's this year. He's putting the numbers up. He's putting up the numbers, but with, with uh, you know, a shabby 
receiving core. Well, he's minus got, Amari Cooper. Well, they got a big upgrade in the in the receiving core this yes, season, they so they should win this division. They it's should theirs to win if they choose to. <laughs> now, if you got the NFC, now you got the NFC North next, and they are predicting Green Bay is going to win that at an eleven and five record. I don't know. Followed closely by Minnesota with a ten say, and six. Minnesota is the one they need to watch. I, Rest of that division's kind of trash. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm I'm leaning towards Minnesota winning. I'm that leaning division. towards Minnesota over that over that division. Because Aaron Rodgers, the writing's on the wall because of, they drafted a quarterback. Now in the South, where we at, of course, uh, you got the Saints. They're predicted to I win agree. the division uh, with Tampa Bay coming in second, I and agree. then you have of course, but which which is going to be. But the underdog team, I think you got you can't sleep on the Falcons. You can't. You can't. Well, I'm sleeping. If Gurley, if Gurley is Gurley of old. They're gonna make life very difficult for I'm us. Sleep. I'm sleep. <laughs> you sleeping? Huh? Yes. The Falcons have a tough start. But again, out. with Dirk Cutter as your offensive coordinator, you know it's pretty predictable. Well, the Falcons <laughs> have a tough start out the gate. They got to go against the Seahawks, the Cowboys, and the Packers in the first four Ooh, weeks. Gurley so, could very well get hurt. <laughs> Gurley might be out for the season by the time he hits us. Huh? So you got so that's already that you probably gonna kick off the season at least one and three or zero and four when, if you're out there. Uh, but I, looking at the Saints and the Tampa Bay uh, schedule, about the Panthers, man. The Panthers, hey, come on now. Trash. That's, we told you this at, in the previous podcast. That, that uh, What's his new coach Matt over there? Rule. Matt Rule has set y'all up for failure when he, when he talked about the program. He's setting y'all up. He told y'all this. I yes. told you this before. Mm-hmm. He's setting y'all up for failure. Y'all going to suck for the next couple of years, so just get prepared Purposely for it. Suck. As, on purpose. Uh, they're opening at home against the Raiders, who's Ooh, also in rebuilding mode. Yeah. Um, uh, so... <laughs> That's Christian McCaffrey gonna get beat down. <laughs> so that big money contract gonna pay his doctor bills now, by the end of the season. Now in the uh, NFC uh, West, uh, is predicted that uh, pretty much I'd say it would it's be two team division there: 49ers, right. and, Niners the, uh, and the Seahawks. Forty Niners and the Seahawks. So, so the Rams window closed, huh? Yeah, they're done. They're done. They they are over. They're back to. They're capped out. They can't keep no no money, and they're probably going broke. So that's that's well, of course that's easy. Now here we now, but here's where things get a little interesting. Jojo Paul over the there AFC in the AFC East and the AFC East because they're not they're not their prediction isn't kind of the Patriots. Oh year. no, it's not. Nine and seven is the prediction I for the don't Patriots. Quite buy that. If Buffalo screws up, the Patriots will steal that division again. Uh, they got Buffalo as the winners of this division at twelve and four. I would put Buffalo in the same category as the Cowboys. It's theirs to lose. It's it, well, you also got a, a rebuild, a rebuilt Miami team. Can you take They're, Miami seriously though? I do because they made some big free agent signings over the offseason. They could make a big run this year, depending on how they act. You know, they got the Patriots number. If there's one team yes. number that they got, is the Patriots. Who's their quarterback again? I have no clue. Yes, you do. do. We know what happens in year two of the Fitz Magic. Yeah, come on now. Then we got two of two, so they got two. So I think I think they're going to be a tougher hold in this division. Even though they're predicted to go seven and nine in the second year they rebuild, I think they're going to do better than a lot of people are predicting. Uh, So you're saying the Patriots could very well be nine and seven? Yes, I I agree with that. I mean, they're going with Jared Stidham. Well, again, remember, <laughs> when Drew Bledsoe got hurt, who was the backup quarterback? An unknown guy named who? Yeah, Tom but this Brady. ain't the same situation. <laughs> you don't know that. Well, we, we don't, don't know we that. Don't. I mean, we don't. You're right. Stidham was a good quarterback. You're he right. put up some good numbers when he transferred to Auburn. You're right. You're right. But so, you know, it's the Belichick way. You just pl- It's a plug-and-play. And you're right. But, again, I would you, like I said, with Baltimore, I mean, not Baltimore, but, uh, Buffalo and everything that they got coming on, uh, they're also going to be on national TV a lot this season. They're going to play course. four primetime games, including the Thursday night football Deservedly showdown so. with the Chiefs. 
uh, the 49ers, the Patriots. Ooh, they got now they got a gauntlet. But if they can survive yeah. that gauntlet, that, what's their predicted record? I'm sorry. What's the predicted record for Tw- the Bills? Uh, twelve and four. No. <laughs> I, I can see that. No, I really can. Eleven and five, maybe ten and six. Uh, maybe ten is. I think ten wins will probably get you out of that division. Yes, we'll, we'll probably I agree. That's why I'm saying that. At ten wins will probably t- take that division. Also, the AFC. Uh, we talked about the AFC North, Baltimore, uh, the and everyone top, else, and everyone else. It's Baltimore <laughs> and everyone else in the South. They're they're very they're very generous to the Bengals. They're giving them five wins. <laughs> That's very generous. Uh, <laughs> what, 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 Joe Burrow? Yeah, uh, we'll see. Uh, Remember David Carr. Yeah, yeah, he was a good quarterback coming out of college. Yeah, yeah. And then he went to the Texans and got pulverized like meat going through a grinder. <laughs> Speaking of the Texans in the South, on the AFC South, the the predicted winner there, oh, well, they got it tied actually. Tennessee yeah. and Indianapolis. No, because who's your coach of the Texans? Well, you, you know, you yeah, got the Texans. The Texans, the new, the new Andy Reid. Texans will place the Texans <laughs> playoff will, bill. The Texans will play seven games. Against teams that made the playoffs last year. Baltimore, Green Bay, Kansas Mm -hmm. City, New England, Minnesota, and Tennessee. So, they're done. Now, Uh, for some reason, they can play Kansas City good in the regular season. Yeah, yeah, in the regular season. So, uh, <laughs> and also you got the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, they're predicted to go ten and six with Philip Rivers at the at their quarterback. So, <sighs> so I, 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 you know, it's one guy surrounded by minimal talent. That's another two team division to me. It's it's, it's going to be between Indianapolis and, and Tennessee. Tennessee. It's, it's going to come down to those two uh, in the AFC West. Uh, once again, Kansas City is their division to right. win. Uh, and they're actually giving the Chargers a rebound this year. They are giving them a ten and six prediction With this year without a legitimate starting quarterback. I don't know about that one. Tyrod Taylor <laughs> is serviceable. I don't know about that. But one. I mean, they ran him out of Buffalo for a reason. Yeah. Well, they ran him out because they got Josh Allen, and Josh Allen, you know, <laughs> did his thing. So, uh, so there's a, so there's a lot of predictions. I, I, I again, I'm I still say. It's uh, the Saints uh, also uh, in the NFC. It's the Saints, the 49ers. You got the Dallas. You got the Seahawks and you got Dallas. Right. I, I will say. Now at the North, do you see a dominant team or is it just going to be a team that's going to be playoff fodder for the eventual champion? Who, uh, in which division? The in, North. In NFC the, North. In, NFC North? Mm-hmm. It's going to be down to Green Bay and uh, Minnesota. It's going to come down to those two. And I'm, I'm the edge is to Minnesota because of the experience they have on that roster and what they've been doing. Uh, 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 but we'll see. I mean, because you also got to remember, you're also dealing with a cranky Aaron Rodgers, who they didn't <laughs> who's gonna look like he's gonna go out the way of Brett Favre, who clearly is making going to say the best. Because a lot of people there, I'm hearing talk. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you're hearing the same talk. Of course, that you know, Aaron Rodgers could possibly end up in New England. I don't know about that, but I'm I, hearing talk. I'm talking that I hear talk that this is his last yeah. season in Green Bay. Period. Yes. <laughs> because they, 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 Brett Favre and his ass out the out the game right about now. So, uh, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens because if that happens, if that's what's going to happen, then you can expect a fired up Aaron Rodgers okay. to come out there and, th- and bring the smoke. Yes. <laughs> or you'll see a guy who's just not going to give a shit. Nah, he's going to give a fuck. I think he's going to give a fuck. I really do you think, think he's going to play for his next team. Hey, he's he's going to put up the numbers for his next team. Exactly. He's playing for his next contract. Okay. On the contrast, another mm-hmm. team drafted a quarterback after drafting a quarterback. We're talking about the Philadelphia Eagles. I mm-hmm. think they finally gave the no vote confidence to Wentz. They have because like you got two examples of two straight seasons where this kid this kid can can't stand up can't, can't hold up the whole healthy. season. That's right. So you and know, your backup guy is gone. So they, I don't blame Philadelphia. I don't blame them at all. I don't blame them at all because okay. you know the kid ain't the kid. But for years they were standing behind this guy. They was trying and we're saying, to. You know, 
you know, they're trying to give him, the, you know, and right. that's understandable. You know, you give the kid the shot, you know, and, and you stand by him and see what else he could do. But after two straight seasons of not being on the field for an entire season, you got to start <laughs> looking at options because mm-hmm. we can't keep going on like this. Right. Because now you put a priority on the backup when we're paying this starter money. Right. <laughs> so, uh, But, I mean, Foles excelled in Philadelphia, and they keep shipping him somewhere else, and he stinks. Mm-hmm. So it would make sense to bring them back, you know, or keep them. <laughs> right. Uh, so, uh, but what do you think? What? Uh, who do you see? Because I, I got to tell you this, uh, 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 young uh, Big Q uh, hit me up on Facebook the other Did day. He? How is the up. Big Q? He's doing great. He's yeah, good. He, he what come, he, what, but he come tells me, uh, uh, yeah, I got Minnesota and uh, Pittsburgh in the Super Bowl. And did you know that North Carolina, North Dakota also legalized weed? I said, yeah, and you must be smoking on that good North Dakota weed to be thinking that it's going to be Minnesota and Pittsburgh in the goddamn Super Bowl. That must be some good-ass weed just smoking <laughs> that up there, That must be some good That must be some good weed. We may have to take a road trip and go visit the Big Q, huh? I'm going to need you to come <laughs> ship that down there from, from North Dakota. No, no, if it's guy. legal, we'll just go to him. We'll just do the show from North Dakota. That's true. And watch some hockey. <laughs> That's true. Don't you know. <laughs> uh, so, uh, that, so, you know, the, the, the schedule is out. Hopefully, we'll get a season. That's what we need to be praying for right well, now. Well, I think we it's far enough down the road they can – safely say it may affect preseason and maybe mm-hmm. the start of the season and i've heard some propositions are making but right football probably will happen in one shape or form well we'll see we'll see hopefully we do the but thing the people that are going to take the hit is going to be the ncaa oh yeah college football definitely is college football is going to be so different because if they can't open up the college campuses there's no point in having college football Absolutely. so you know there's you got that to deal with uh but one league that is talking about opening back up is the nba the word came out this week uh, the uh, commissioner, Adam Silver, had a call with all the players and all the league officials and everybody, and uh, they say that they are making contingency plans to try to open up the season and finish this season uh, without fans in the stands, possibly, as an option. Understandable, uh-huh. but it'll be so different. Even the players admit it's going to be so weird out there playing in a quiet arena because it was super weird uh when they did live baseball a couple of weeks ago earlier this week uh which was fascinating espn showed a live baseball game that happened over in south korea uh with two korean baseball teams and the funny thing was they started off everybody was so excited like oh we're getting live sports and then it was a rain delay <laughs> baseball it's baseball it's baseball and korea i believe they're at the end of the monsoon season you know. <laughs> and then uh and then but but it was weird watching that because there were no fans in the stands I bet, it, I bet you could hear everything you heard everything the ball hitting the glove Clink. You hear, the bats you hear them banging on trash cans in the dugout <laughs> you hear the cu- they cussing and sh- and I don't. I don't think they had my own field mics or like that. But you can, probably a good thing. It's in Korean, so we wouldn't know anyways. You know, you can hear them banging on trash cans in the dugout. You know, <laughs> like the Houston Astros and <laughs> But uh, but you know, would would you want to? Do you think the NBA needs to finish this season? Let me let me ask your thoughts on that. Do you think the NBA needs to finish this season? It wouldn't be the same, but it would be good in a welfare and. You know, as far as the fans go. As far as just taking the monotony away of everyday life, the uh-huh. distraction is going to be welcomed. Yeah. With or without fans, people are going to watch. Well, they also say that uh, the season decision can go into June. So they, they're still waiting to see uh, if anything. Uh, but it, uh, according to Adam Silver, he told players it's safer in one to two locations, such as Disney World, uh, instead of flying. Like they're Poor tra- Disney World. <laughs> 
Yeah, I know, right? $1.4 billion. <laughs> but they don't get that money back if the league, you know, because the league is talking about sequestering all the players at the Disney Wild World of Sports facility, which has the capability. all the games on that? Yeah, they have wow. the capability to do it. I mean, they have to the, keep everybody in there. Mm-hmm. It's just going to be weird to be around your teammates and the opposing teammates and, you know, what are you going to do? I mean, y'all going to go ride Space Mountain twice a day? I mean, <laughs> you locked it. This is not going to end well. <laughs> I don't think you can lock these guys up in the, like in a jail in the happiest place on earth. <laughs> well, you know, in the Army of Basic Training, they did the same thing, you know. Yeah. What do you do? Yeah, that is true. <laughs> but you talk about millionaire pro athletes here. Right. <laughs> so who got an unlimited mm-hmm. amounts of disposable income. Right. Sitting, you sequestering. Well, you can't go to the clubs. You can't, oh, Lord, can't go to the bar. You can't, what you going to do, sneak some of the freaks in? Shout out to Nina Thomas and uh, Earl Thomas. <laughs> Um, oh, no, no, no. Don't go there. Don't go there. That didn't end well at all. <laughs> well, interesting story with that, uh, Earl Thomas. The Ravens are looking at violating, uh, avoiding his contract. They can, and they're ever right, too, because he will be on the commissioner's exemplary. Uh, he will more than likely be on the com- Well, it depends on how. Well, because... You know, he, the only thing he's guilty of is screwing around his wife. Right. But you know they also have those personal conduct track right. clauses. Right. He may have and adultery he made his in team there. look bad. He may have adultery in his contract. And the fact and it's domestic like violence. Right. Whether well, he was a victim or not, right. they'll always haul the guy off. So, you know? Right. Right. So, But also they say that Earl Thomas wasn't a factor last year, if you recall that play. He had a few games. Well, if you recall in that Tennessee game when Derrick Henry spun his ass around on his feet. <laughs> so saying, oh, yeah. Thanks, but no thanks. We'll just draft a new just one. For, <laughs> so, they, you know, that I'm quite sure that image is playing in their head over and over. Derrick Henry just literally spinning, stiff-arming this man and spinning him around on his feet, on his ass. They so probably, they're saying somewhere <laughs> in next year's draft, they're going to draft the new, next guy. Huh? More than likely, if they haven't already. If, I don't know what Baltimore drafted, but I'm quite sure they did so and plus right. they owe him like something in the range of 10 to 20 million dollars yeah so, they'll avoid the gonna, <laughs> so yeah. they are looking at avoiding that contract they'll go the way of Antonio Brown goodbye but, but you can thank Nina Thomas for that thank Nina Thomas mm. because once again Nina Thomas thought this was a Tyler Perry movie and she was going to pull up with her girls and, and shoot it out and now yeah <laughs> she wanted to go Medea on his yeah, ass she huh? went a D on his ass and got in trouble <laughs> alright uh, but but, uh, but, uh, but you had some uh, interesting hockey's talk to go into before we right, get up right. out here I- the 1984 NHL draft, somebody, I think it was ESPN, posted the article that Tom Glavin of mm-hmm. the Atlanta Braves, Hall of Fame baseball player, was actually drafted in 1984 in like the second or third round by the LA Kings. I remember hearing that. I remember hearing that because you do have a lot of parallels between right. a lot of sports athletes that, that. But he was touted enough to be ranked as high as he was because 102 picks later, the Kings would select a guy out of the Quebec League named Luke Robitaille. Yes. And we heard of this before. We've seen this before. Of course, mm-hmm. John Elway drafted by the New York Yankees, became a Denver Broncos. But they, people said he uh, was legit. He was legit hockey talent. He had scoring skill. Same with Russell Wilson, right. too. Uh, mm-hmm. you, I mean, we've heard these kind of stories before. Uh, but I, but I, it was kind of hard for me to see Tom Glavin in, right. in, in, in a hockey role. Well, he was from Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. So I, I didn't know that. In the greater Boston area, I mean, it's all about the Bruins, you right. know, the hockey Hockey's still super big up in the Northeast. Absolutely. And it just is one of those what ifs because he was highly touted enough to be selected in the early rounds by the LA Kings. Well, I'm quite sure he picked, he, he picked the right spot. 
Oh, of course. <laughs> I mean, the record speaks for itself, but it's just one of those what ifs. What if he decided, hey, I'm going to play hockey? I think yeah, I think it would have went worse for him. Because, yeah, again, I, <laughs> well, I mean, you got to think about it. I mean, you got to think about the individual greatness of Tom Glavin throughout the of years uh, with the Atlanta Braves and the success that they had. Mm-hmm. And then you compare that to the to the volatility of hockey. And you got to remember, there were several work spot stoppages in the time frame right, in between right, his career right. and stuff like that, mm-hmm. like baseball. Right. So you kind of got to look at that from that perspective. I just found it interesting because it's just – is high, that high? I mean, that 1984 draft. If you if you're bored, look it up on the hockey da- hockeydatabase.com mm-hmm. and look at that draft. That was a solid draft. To be drafted that high speaks of his skills. No doubt, no doubt. But <laughs> I mean, like I said, I think he picked the right spot. <laughs> At the end of the day, yeah, he picked the right he sport. Picked the right it was sport. just one of those what ifs. He's wow. a Hall of Famer now, and you know one he could have very easily said, "Yeah, I want to play hockey." And I think that would have been the wrong decision. I just, I'm just being honest with your time. I'm not, that would have been the right decision. That would have been the wrong of decision. Course, of course. Because, you know, like I said, we had several words. I'm sure the Atlanta Braves are glad he chose oh, baseball. Like uh, Also like Seattle is and just like a lot of these other folks are. That, that Russell Wilson, big big time draft pick for baseball. Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray. Yes, is Kyler Murray was a you know, drafted baseball player as you well. Know, they gave him a couple millions. Right, so they were going to spoon had, him the big money. And he had to give it back. And, of course, Tim Tebow. <laughs> oh, shout out to Who's Tim. riding away in the double A's on, of the Max go, organization. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You ain't going to slander the God Todd Tim Tebow. Now, now, if you ain't knew, I'm a Tim Tebow fan. Uh, you ain't going to slander the God of professional sports Oh, no, sports, he's doing Tim what he's Tebow. enjoying doing, and he's actually a decent talent. He, he can knock the ball out the park for being in his 30s. All praise due to Tim Tebow. My, that is my guy. I love Tim Tebow. I don't give a damn what y'all say. I will defend and Tim Tebow. will come with it. A fight will come with that if you want if you want to smoke with Tim Tebow all Tim Tebow does is win ladies and gentlemen he's that's all he does he's a winner who who hates on a winner I'm just waiting apparently I'm like, the NFL did everybody hating on a winner that man did nothing they ran him out the NFL with quickness that's all that man did was win alright it's time for us to get up out of here <laughs> peace to uh, t- uh, Tim Tebow peace to y'all for rocking with us we thank you so much for tuning in and checking out the Untitled Sports Show look everybody won't be a part of the show now I'm getting texts from folks I just got a text from Big O talking about man call me if I can be on the podcast everybody won't be on the pod now we need to. We do got to go up to North Dakota to see Big Q. We do need to go see Big Q. <laughs> Shout out to Big Q. What the hell? How the hell are you doing, man? We love you, brother. We miss you. Uh, but it's time for us to get up out here. Thank you so much for rocking with us. Go ahead and subscribe to this podcast, wherever you're listening to it at, on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you're listening to this podcast. As We appreciate you. Hit that subscribe button. And you can follow me on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at Mel's on the MIC. And you can follow Jojo Paul. Nowhere, because I'm an unperson. He's not an unperson. Stop it. Stop it, Jojo Paul. One person. I love it. I ceased to exist. You still exist. That's why you're here doing this (laughs) podcast with me, all right? In the garage. We're playing karate. Holla at your boys. We holla at y'all next week or whenever, wherever we get back. Probably next week. We'll come back and do this. We'll see. We'll We'll see. see. We'll see what happens in the world of sports. And don't forget the last dance this weekend, Sunday night. Don't forget, we're going to tune in and also talk about that as well. And if you got an itching for sports, you can watch the Korean League baseball, or I think uh, ESPN may be showing the National Cornhole Tournament. <laughs> oh, yeah. We love some corn. We love some cornhole on the Ocho. On the Ocho. <laughs> Thank y'all so much. We'll check y'all out next week on the Untitled Sports <laughs> Show with Bells and Jojo Paul. Right. Peace.